All right, UFC 273, our guy Ricky Larson, Lucky Shots Media, back with us here to preview the card. Um, interesting card. We're getting uh, Jan and Sterling, right, the rematch or the trilogy uh, after you had the no contest from the uh, the no contest win from before. But uh, Volkanovski is at the top, and he welcomes in the Korean zombie. Volkanovski, you would have to lay $790 to win 100 uh, is it that much of a sure thing, Ricky, as Vegas thinks it is? Honestly, I don't think so. Uh, you know, Volkanovsky is an animal. He's fantastic, and I absolutely love him. He's one of my favorite fighters. Uh, but the Korean zombie, man, uh, he's, he's a bad dude in his own right. Uh, you know, so I think it's going to be a really good fight. Uh, you know, Volkanovsky has the chance to dominate yes but korean zombie he's goes out there puts on a show every single time i think this is one that'll be just kind of a knockout drag out fight and i don't think it's going to end right away i don't know if it'll end at all i think it could go all the way to the judges and be one of those instant classics that we see uh and anything can happen if you go all the way to the decision so it'll be fun to watch but uh you know, I think Volkanovski still wins. I just don't know if he puts away or dominates uh, the Korean zombie. And no pressure on the Korean zombie, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he comes in. Who was this fight supposed to be? Because I think he stood in for someone. I could be wrong, but um, he's coming off a win over Dan Ige. He lost to Ortega, who, of course, Volkanovski just took out for his most recent title um, uh, d- uh, defense. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Again, I think like I, when I first got into UFC a year or two ago, like I thought Volkanovski was vulnerable, but that was because Holloway was just giving him, you know, a hell of a fight for two fights in a row. But, you know, he's looking to have one of the stronger holds on his title. Yeah. And it's going to be tough to dethrone him. Uh, you alluded to the, uh, Brian Ortega, Brian Ortega is a man too. And he just, uh, he didn't give him the work. I mean, he gave him the work in their first fight, but the second fight was a little better. Uh, but he handled him a couple of times, which obviously cannot be easy to do. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just a guy who always hopes for either a good fight or an instant knockout. Sure. So we'll, we'll I- see. I think it'll be a good card. I've got a buddy coming into town. Uh, We might do our uh, YouTube live stream for UFC 273. So keep an eye on that for my YouTube channel. Uh, You can check out Lucky Shots Media YouTube channel as well. We did our ultimate team cards as well, our team builder. So excited to debut that this season. I drafted my team on this week's episode. So check out that Lucky Shots Media. Okay. Why is nobody talking about Aljamain Sterling here? Is it because he uh, won in uh, you know the way where Jan obviously had the illegal move? Did he deserve it? Did he not? Uh, Jan minus five thirteen. You'd have to lay down five hundred bucks to win one hundred. I wrote down Sterling just for the value. Uh, is that totally crazy? I, I think so. Uh, if you look at the because they fought what twice. Yeah, yeah. Jan beat the shit out of him the first time. Yep. Uh, and honestly, Jan was beating the shit out of him the second time. Had it not been for that 
questionably illegal. Uh, I believe it was a knee to the head. Yes. Which you see in fights all the time. It wasn't intentional at all. It just happened. Uh, And that's really the only reason Aljamain has the belt on him. I don't get me wrong. I love Aljamain Sterling, but Peter Jan, he hasn't looked like anybody can even sniff his boots. Uh, He, he just is outrageously good, especially in this bantamweight division. Uh, I like to think back to when Dominic Cruz was on top of not only the UFC, but the WEC before, uh, the the two merged he's looking just as dominant as dominant cruz did and i i I see it being another ass kicking for aljamain sterling as much as i hate to say it but we we haven't seen aljamain do anything against peter yan and he luckily got to get the belt because of an illegal blow in the last fight. And, and I he don't didn't think that want it like, this time. He yeah. was in tears. He was like, I don't want to win the belt this way. I think the only, is there a chance he subs him? Like, I think that's the only way you could get to Jan, but I don't think Jan's going to let him get to it. I mean, possibly, but uh, trying to think back to even the last fight, did Aljamain try to take it to the ground? Did he get him to the ground? Because I don't, I don't think that happened. I, I think is... I'm, Jan actually had seven takedowns credited in the last time, yeah. so it was actually Jan who was trying to initiate. Like he was just dominating everything, top and bottom. Yeah, he's he's just fucking good everywhere. I, I just, like I said, I hate to say it, but uh, Jan he looks unstoppable right now. He's pretty much the Valentina Shevchenko of dudes right now. Uh, I, I just don't see – I don't see in any way that he doesn't win this fight. Uh, you know, sometimes I get that inkling that somebody who seems unstoppable is going to be dethroned. Pena, your call against uh, Nunez. Yeah, not here. Not not here. Uh, Peter Janssen, he's a man, dude. Well, I'm excited for this fight here. It could be uh, some lopsided title fights, as we're seeing from the odds. These odds are uh, certainly lopsided as well. Kamzat Chimeyev, I might have totally butched that, but against Gilbert Burns. Burns, obviously a talented fighter, has run into talented opponents. Chimeyev hasn't lost. People think this guy's eventually going to win the belt. He is minus 527, very similar to Jan uh this is going to be like <laughs> i'm excited is you may going to look what what i'm literally drooling just tell me your thoughts here ricky i, I think this is going to be a really good fight uh you know i i hate to say that gilbert burns you know obviously betting wise too is the the underdog but just Massive. look at what look at what uh however you say his name i'm not even going to try Look at how he's looked, though. I mean, he's looked just fantastic all the time. Uh, But we know the track record of Gilbert Burns. Uh, It's it's not one that I think is as big of a lopsided deal as the odds say. Uh, I think, honestly, if there weren't two title fights on this card, I'd honestly say this is the main event. This is the fight that you would most want to see. uh, And screw it as as much as vegas doesn't think either one of these title matches are going to be good matches throw these two up in the fucking main event screw it i mean this is going to be a good fight uh i i don't see burns winning 
Yeah. But Gilbert Burns can turn out the lights at any moment. So, I mean, it's going to be a fun one to watch. And honestly, I think that'll be the fight of the night yeah. uh, as it, as it goes to anyone else on this card. And he's got Burns obviously has the striking on the feet. And then he also can, you know, he's a jujitsu black belt. So he can't do that as well. What's crazy about Chimea of Chimaya is uh, he's never reached a third round. He has fought four times in the UFC and he's taken one strike. He's taken one strike. How is that even possible? Um, two subs and two knockouts. He's won a performance bonus all four fights. Uh, so I'm fucking jacked about that one. Okay, I think there's some big names uh, throughout the rest of the card just kind of sprinkled throughout. Mackenzie Dern's interesting to me. She's got the fight right before Burns. Uh, seeing Rosenstruik on a uh, preliminary card is interesting to me. You've got Ian Gary undefeated against Darian Weeks. Uh, Aspen Ladd, Mickey Gall really needs a win in the worst way. And I think this fight was supposed to be a couple weeks ago, but it got canceled. Alexi Olenek tries to go for professional win number 60. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of a lot of just like for him. I mean, that's a huge milestone. Uh, isn't going to further his career at all, like in any way, but to be a guy that has 60 wins in the game of professional fighting where a lot of guys could cap out at 25 fights. Totally. Holy shit. I mean, that that's just gives a nod to how tough you are, how resilient you've been throughout your career. Uh, so that'd be really, really cool to see. Uh, you you kind of touched on it a little bit. Aspen Ladd, I am head over heels excited for this one because she, if, if you saw her walking down the street, you'd think she, you know, she was on her way to band camp or something. I mean, she, <laughs> she does not look like a fighter at all she gets out there and holy shit, she's scary. I mean, yeah. and to go up against Raquel Pennington, who's just one of the toughest women in this sport right now, this is going to be a hell of a fight. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope Aspen Ladd wins, but you know, anytime anybody steps in there with Rocky, she's, she's going to give you all she's got and it's not going to be easy for you. So I don't know. That's, that's pretty much the prelim I'm most looking forward to, yeah. uh, you know, and then you got Mackenzie Dern too, who she just kind of exploded onto the scene as well. Uh, a lot of people excited about her going up against Tisha Torres, one of the pioneers of the UFC women's division. Uh, I believe she was the first, first champion at whatever weight class uh, they did because of that ultimate fighter season, Sure, uh, which was a cool cool experience in itself but she's she's a stud too you know you can't count her out and looking at the odds that uh for that fight it's pretty dead even there's not really a favorite or an underdog uh so that want to be fun to watch yeah couple guys that i have go never ahead sorry. seen a couple guys that i've never seen are that ian gary and dairy and weeks possibly you could tell me a little more about them no, yeah, I just know Gary's undefeated, and I actually wrote down kind of like I think Weeks has some value. You mentioned Dern. Um, that's like the mm -hmm. best – that probably has the most value of the main card as opposed to the big favorites. Dern opened as a plus-125 dog, and she's moved to the current favorite. So you could see some money pouring in behind her. As you said, she's coming on. Yeah, so, I mean, you as you said, you're going to kind of find more of the value on the preliminary card, early prelims too. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to a good night. 
uh, obviously, hopefully you make a few bucks on the uh, first couple fights and then get to watch, you know, some good, some talented fighters towards the end. Right. And uh, you talked about Mickey Gall, too. Honestly, so <laughs> it's going to sound bad, but the only thing I remember Mickey Gall for is uh, he fought CM Punk. And <laughs> the, I mean, what, what else has he really done? You know, he's he was kind of at that time looking to be one of the young guys that really made a name for himself. Yeah. And then, I mean, CM Punk, that that just didn't pan out at all for whatever <laughs> he was trying to do. Uh, but that's all really I remember Mickey Gall for. So he needs something to put his name on the map. I mean, he doesn't uh, seem like he's done a lot. He started out the UFC with three wins and then he like three straight wins right out the bat. He subbed all his opponents and then he has, he's failed to win more than two fights in a row. It's just been win loss, win loss. So yeah, it's just been a tough go here lately since uh, the last four years, actually uh, five years now. Um, okay. So that does it for UFC 273. Appreciate the insight from Ricky Larson. My last thing here is, I when Barstool announced that they were paying Patty the Batty all that money, I was kind of like, wait a second, what's going on? You know, he had one fight where he was looked like he was losing and then he came back. And I'm like, what if he loses? You're going to lose all that money until I saw UFC London a couple weeks ago, which was one of the most electric fight nights I had watched in some time. I so like it's like, okay, I could see him. I didn't realize how big of a star this dude is in London. Uh, I think that night which he was, God, I don't know what it is. He was losing again, or it looked like he was losing, and then he comes back in fashion. That place went nuts. Uh, Barstool then doubles down and signs Molly Meatball McCann, who had the spinning back fist. Um, yeah, crazy. I, I think it's so damn smart of Barstool. Uh, like, good God, that contract paid for itself just that night, and it's them expanding into the UK, which is so damn smart. I mean, if if you just look at anybody in any sport that you know say comes to america and is doing something yeah. i mean that country support i mean just look at conor mcgregor that's part of the reason he blew up into being so big he got the entire country of ireland behind him i mean if you can find a guy who can really spearhead an entire country for a sport yeah that that's gonna pay for itself i mean it doesn't matter what happens at least for a little bit, it's going to pay for itself. I wonder if we're going to see more fighters striking deals like this, you know, I don't know if the UFC will, well, I guess they have to allow it. Right. You know, the other fighters are probably like, what the fuck? How is Patty the Batty getting all this money? But yeah, it's uh, I thought that was interesting. And uh, UFC London was lit. It made me want to go back to London so bad. Right. Um, uh, and then, I mean, as long as we're in this neighborhood of things, uh, yes. We have to talk about WrestleMania 38. Yes, correct. You know, I'm not a guy who watches a lot of wrestling anymore. I used to be a huge fan. Maybe I'll start being a fan again because of Cody Rhodes and the whole moving over from the different companies. I mean, that makes mm -hmm. it fun to watch anyway. But holy shit, <laughs> Pat McAfee is a fucking stud. Yes, he is. I didn't expect much. And he goes out and he's doing fucking backflips off the top rope, jumping from the floor to the top rope. Doing that was crazy. I mean, when when he was on the top rope and gets pushed off and fucking backflips and lands it and just stares at him, 
I just went nuts. I, I'm watching it at like fucking one in the morning because I have to work in a couple hours. Yeah. My girlfriend's asleep and I'm just like, let's fucking go. <laughs> Dude, and he's like, God, he ate the stone cold stunner so hard. Uh, it Beautiful. was great. Uh, what do oh, you think? man. Yeah, he was awesome. Like, he's been killing WWE and like, you know, good God. T- talk about taking a bet on yourself going from a Super Bowl punter to uh being a being an a-list celebrity being uh you know in multiple fronts um that was obviously awesome logan paul's trying to do something similar but people aren't taking to him as much as pat oh it's because if you make yourself public enemy number one as like a the paul brothers do i mean it, i mean honestly he didn't do bad as well yeah. it, it was and the thing is too if you look at Pat McAfee next to Logan Paul, you were like, Logan Paul's more athletic. He looks sure. more the part. Pat McAfee did a shitload better. Yeah, correct. I yeah. mean, you know, Logan Paul did fine. I thought it was stupid storyline wise. Cause you know, I still remember how pro wrestling works. Yeah. I don't get, unless you're actually going to make Logan Paul a WWE superstar. I didn't get, having that team win over Rey Mysterio and his son, where mm-hmm. that can turn into a better storyline. It could have been a better feeling moment. Uh, but who knows? Sure. Uh, the Paul brothers, they just get to do whatever the hell they want, apparently. <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, I was still impressed. But, uh, yeah, Mr. Mr. McAfee stole the show. Yes, uh, he did. I could go back and watch that whole series. Cause then he, you know, gets in the ring with flabby ass 90 year old Mr. McMahon. <laughs> and they make that a squash match for Mr. McMahon. Yeah. But that sets up stone cold Steve Austin to come out for the second night in a row. Fucking stunner. Everybody yeah. give Pat McAfee. One of the best stunners I've ever seen with the beer spewing. It was great. And then the money shot, he throws him a beer, you know, and leaves. And they just cut to him laying on the ground. <laughs> like that—that's such a perfect moment. Uh, damn, I, I was very happy with it. Maybe I'll start watching wrestling again if it's uh, going to be up to that caliber. See, I was never a wrestling guy growing up, uh, and like now I'm seeing all the clips. I'm seeing it trend every week, and I'm like, you know, I like McAfee and Logan Paul would be the guy to get me into that because those are the guys I know. Like I didn't grow up knowing all the guys that everyone knew and loved. Um, right from their childhood all right let's wrap up by tying it back into the ufc with jake paul do you think he's gonna fight in the ufc and how do you think he would do dude i think the ufc re-signing mosfidal i get it you know he's gonna sell fights i think mosfidal's done as a fighter uh but that's potentially the one matchup we could see mosfidal paul yeah i'm not a guy that like i don't know in the ufc i don't want to see gimmicky shit Sure. Boxing, there's a place for it because they've made that kind of place for it. The UFC is just like, it's different. To see a guy like Jake Paul in the UFC, I don't know. Maybe he'd do all right. He's done all right in boxing, but he also just, it's like the school bully. just goes and picks on people that he knows he can beat the shit out of. I, I don't know. Who knows? I I really don't. I really don't honestly want to see it. Uh, The only way I'd want to see it is if it's Conor McGregor 
That would be sick too. I'd love to see Conor McGregor just beat the shit out of Jake Paul. And oh, I, mean, I don't God. think they're really anywhere close to the same size, but yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. It's not necessarily something I want to see. He's just honestly a thorn in sports. Yes. Hey, there you go. Uh, good way to end it there. Uh, we are looking forward to UFC 273, though. So hoping for a good night of fights. That's Ricky Larson, Lucky Shots Media. Check out the latest episode as we dive into NFL free agency, kind of recap where some teams are at going in the season, and then I pick my team. And uh, Ricky and I will be competing throughout the year, and we encourage you to join us as well so you can pick your team. So a uh, little bit more on that when you check out his show and follow him on Twitter at Lucky Shots Media. All right, my man, appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.